0: We're talking real money
1: Hello everyone, welcome to another edition Why am I looking at the camera? This is not a video podcast
2: (laughs) I think you're looking at me more than the camera, right?
1: (laughs) I don't know what I'm looking at You're there and the
2: camera's up there But
1: I don't need to look at the camera on this one Yesterday was a was a video. Today is just a regular podcast. Thank of, goodness of just us. It's talking. Only
2: so much people should see of us.
1: Exactly, yeah. it's just too,
2: <laughs> too 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 much.
1: <sighs> uh, we we get together on a very regular basis here and talk about money with you. And a lot of you listen. Thank you for that. Oh my gosh! On. Monday night, Monday day, Monday, Monday—the last downloads. day
2: of January—we
1: had almost nine thousand downloads of various
2: podcasts. And we know it's not my mom because she's been dead for a decade, so it wasn't her sitting I around. I don't know what happened. It's nice, thank you. It was nice, thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it, thank you all. And mm-hmm. we've gotten tons,
1: Tom, tons of really nice reviews. Really nice reviews. Yeah, we only got the last bad one we had was let's just see that was the one star one where they were mad at me i'm pretty sure (laughs) i'm trying to remember the last good review i got from my other job uh they were (laughs) mad at me because i apparently Uh made some political you
2: somebody uh, brought that up remember we were discussed this we're like you didn't say that
1: I well apparently they any, any thought inference. something I said any yeah it was the today. that was yeah. the one it was from January 10th the play uh, stupid games win yeah. stupid prizes uh, but then after that we got one that says common sense advice five stars straightforward investing podcast five stars wow. uh, it's the show I look for daily five stars great investing information to the point and a dose of fun. 5 stars, great podcast. 5 stars, excellent podcast. 5 stars. Wow. Listen to how many we got. That's that's since January 10th. Very informative and entertaining. 5 stars, entertaining way to learn about investing. 5 stars, informative and interesting. 5 stars. Just since January 10th. That's like 3 weeks ago. Well done. I know. It's amazing. Thank you all very much. Now today we're going to try to make sense out of this industry and it's not easy. <laughs>
2: No, it's very easy. It's very selfish. It's self-centered. It's all about them, not you. It's pretty simple actually. Years ago,
1: there was a there was a new entry into the financial services business. Many new entries, the companies that uh, we call robo-advisors. And one of the, there were a couple of really big ones, Betterment and Wealthfront were Some of the biggest, and these firms made a a name for themselves by providing scientifically based, low-cost investing for the masses without all of the gimmickry, the lies, the obfuscation, the conflicts of interest—really—that the the old big brokers have, right?
2: The aforementioned things I just said, yes.
1: They were the mavericks, the pioneers. They were moving into new places. They were going to do great things for their investors. They were going to leave the old ways behind. Clean it up. Clean up the industry. Well, they'll do that right up until somebody (laughs) offers them $1.4 billion. They're
2: going to be Wyatt Earp until the uh, gold people come in and say, would you support us instead, Wyatt? Sure, of course.
1: Wealthfront, Mm. one of the biggest robos in the country. Was just recently purchased by UBS, the giant banking conglomerate out of Switzerland. UBS is actually Union Bank of Switzerland, but UBS is what they call themselves. And we know UBS well because we've dealt with a lot of UBS. Yeah, I wish you were seeing the video because you could see my air quotes <laughs> advisors.
2: They have a lot of them 6,000 advisors. 6,000. That's a lot. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and um, now Wealthfront is not a, a commissioned product. It it doesn't seem to fit with UPS's UBS's or UPS, or UPS ma- method of managing money. Um, but they said
2: they, when they did the deal, we're going to have the same values. Yeah, that we have the same value.
1: Yeah, right. We're buying Wealthfront because we share similar values. Going, that is huh? just Guys at UPS, you're just fibbing. You know you don't share the same values. You wouldn't. Then all of your people would not operate on commission, and they would be selling low-cost index funds at a tiny fee. You don't share the same values and culture. Yeah, they also mentioned that in this article. <laughs> Come on, and 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 the people at Wealthfront, of course, going. Let's see, one, two. Three, four, you know how long it's going to take me to get to one point four billion dollars? Counting Mountain One, <laughs> they're just sitting there doing that, and of course they're saying while they're while they're counting the money, they're going, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, we we're, we're good with this. We're we're totally good. Yeah, we think uh, UBS is going to be good for us. They're going to have all kinds of great things to add, like what,
2: like the what aforementioned obfuscation, big commissions, et cetera, all the stuff that they were going to clean up." Um, but let's just talk about robos. I mean, it, that you're right. That's a, it, I'm trying to think uh, of an analogy uh, in another industry where somebody would buy somebody. No, I mean, that, where industry. two companies would come together and say, same culture, same values, and they'd be, no, you're not. Oh, AT&T and Time Warner. There you go. Yeah, like, hey, did they, they were, were nowhere. They, yeah.
1: Oh, it's great synergy there. Right? Yeah. Oh, oh, it yeah. was right up until there wasn't. This is why you don't see uh, Apple going out and buying a bunch of big companies. They're going, it just tends it's to, difficult. T- you, when you have clashing yes. cultures, yeah. it's hard to bring them together. Okay, so, but let's. And I, I've, I've rarely seen a bigger clash of cultures. No, than this, this is
2: truly opposites. But let's talk about robos in general. Now, you mentioned, you mentioned. That robo's were going to sort of change the industry, right? They were going to mm-hmm. they were going to get rid of the conflicts. They were going to charge you far less. They were going to, in some ways, make all of this clearer so that you can understand it more, right? Have they done that? No, really, haven't.
1: No, they really haven't. They charged a, a bit less. They charged less. But yeah. it's not dramatic, really. It's particularly when you get into the bigger numbers, where many firms like ours have breakpoints on fees. Yeah, our our fee after a million
2: dollars is the same as Wealthfront. I know, and we offer quite a bit more service more and help than they do. Uh so we have to kind of say that the the business model of being a robo hasn't worked. And no offense to one point four billion, which sounds like a lot of money. Well, and but they
1: do—they the, do, they do have. Wait, they, they have yeah, twenty-seven billion under right. management. Yeah,
2: okay. Which again sounds like a lot, but that's really in our business—pretty small number. It's not. It's and one point four billion dollar deal—pretty small number in corporate deals. So, the robo's though, because remember when this all happened? What are we going to say? Ten years ago? Yeah, it was about ten. Yeah, ten years, 10 years ago. I, I mean, you—we—we we, we were in the business, and we looked at mm-hmm. each other and went. Hey, this could be a real problem
1: because yeah. Do we need to do this? Do we need, do we to, need to do right, this? Right? Because and we looked into doing this. We, we did look into with it for a while
2: because they're charging what thirty basis points, and I we think were charging. Wellfront's a little, a little I more think than well maybe front, forty, well started but
1: 40, fifty. But you know, maybe okay, not. but I,
2: half of what we were charging, right? Mm -hmm. And the whole idea here was, well, but we can do that and we can give you service and we build portfolios and all of this stuff happens. No, 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 it is. Okay. They're they're only 25 basis points. Okay. I thought. And Vanguard has a service at 30 basis points, right? 30 basis points, right. You know, and and so everyone in this industry that you and I are in was scared because they're like, well, wait, that's going to wreck it because we can't charge half as much and still pay people and keep the lights on and have the fancy honda pilot i got out in the garage right mm-hmm. so but it didn't really happen and i, I and it, well it, it's been good for vanguard because i think they have a couple hundred billion in their robo advisory they're gigantic they're gigantic yeah. so it has worked out but here's the reason i will tell you that it, i don't think it has worked nor do i think it will work number one it's not planning centric It's investment centric. It's for people that just want, it's like acorns, which I love acorns, but that's just putting money in. You're just Mm -hmm. saving money. That's not building a plan for all of the financial things that are going to come up in your life. Right. Number two, it, sometimes it's conflicted. Well, you go to Vanguard and use their robo service. Guess what funds you're in?
1: You're going to use Vanguard.
2: Vanguard. It's so it's not independent. And here's the third part. It's not personal enough. People want, they want to know their advisor. They want to, this is a deep relationship if it's done right. And you don't get that from the robos. Now they said people wouldn't care, but I think honestly, Don, I think at the end of the day, having done this for a long time now, they really do care. They really want that relationship and the robos cannot offer it and can't do it at 25 basis points.
1: And what cracks me up in this article from Wealth Management uh, is the uh, the the CEO of Wealthfront, David Fortunato, actually said <laughs> he actually said that uh, that Wealthfront's capabilities are going to be part of UBS's new digital offering. That part makes sense, but he said that they would benefit at Wealthfront from UBS's thought leadership whatever the <laughs> heck that means, and deep products and services shelf. No, they only have expensive products, yeah. actively managed mutual funds. And and he went on to say that uh, it would
2: give Wealthfront clients more compelling products and services. I do think having heard that now, he'll fit in the culture very well because he's moving into a culture that's titled UBS, I think he's right there. Sorry, that was a little too
1: easy. Yeah, a yeah, little, little little, UBS coming out, coming out of that place. Getting
2: the hate mail now for
1: that one. I just, I, I, I got to tell you, uh, this is the way, and they're talking about Betterment being acquired by a big bank yeah. soon, too. Um, and that really, it's so funny. I mean, okay, maybe we shouldn't talk. We were acquired by another firm. Yes, we
2: were, but but, but, but? I got to
1: tell you, we would we turned down offers from firms that that we
2: knew didn't fit what we do. And let me get let me ask another question. In 5 years, will Wealthfront still charge 25 basis points for that kind of work? I bet not. I bet not, too. I'm going to circle the calendar, check it yeah. out.
1: So anyway, uh, just be careful out there. <laughs> yeah, There's a lot of people who don't <sighs> want to take care of you the way you deserve to be taken care of. And uh, it's hard to find somebody who's going to do that. It really is. It, it, it oh, It's so frustrating. Um, if you like to get your questions answered honestly, you should call us at 855-935-TALK, 24 hours a day, seven days a week or do like so many do so many way too many send them in to talkingrealmoney.com and we'll answer them We got a big like, stack of them again? We do. We got we got questions going back to 122 now.
2: Okay, that's like 10 days ago. So go ahead. Yeah, what do which we got?
1: Is fine. All right. Here we go. Hold on. Uh this is a short one. you will like this. <laughs> I recently heard your podcast that reads should not be owned in a Roth account? Can you explain a bit more why this shouldn't be done and the impact this may have on your investment? Thanks again. Love your show.
2: Not what we said.
1: Yeah. We said they should be owned Yes, in a Roth account.
2: in a In any qualified account, IRA, Roth, 401k. Because a REIT, a real estate investment trust, has to pay out 90% of its earnings every year, it's tax inefficient it should not be in an after tax. maybe they heard me say after tax account i'm speaking there of a brokerage account not a roth nothing that happens inside the roth is taxable well actually nothing that happens outside of it either but in a regular a brokerage type of account all of that money that they're paying out you're going to pay tax on it if you keep it in your roth or your ira or your 401k you will not pay tax on it so sorry for any Misunderstanding there.
1: Yeah, we have never said that. We oh. we we think you should own real estate in your tax advantage accounts, like Roths, because that's a better place to have it. Do you have to go? Do
2: you want No, one? we got one more. Yep, All I right, have no 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 pending appointments. Got other you're things to so do. I'm so can...
1: busy. Yeah, I know. It's been oh, it's busy. A, it's another one applying for humor writer on Talking Real Money.
2: <laughs> Good. Well, we need somebody badly.
1: And The of course, four jokes
2: are up. Yes. Go. Apparently
1: they think pandering to you is the no, probably pretty uh is the way is the way to get the gig. So good. Uh, Tom and Don.
2: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> Not again. <laughs> I'm really new to in- I'm relatively new to investing, about two years, but currently living overseas and working for the U.S. government, which has allowed me to start saving a decent amount. I am 35 years old and have more time to continue investing. I put my entire life savings in crypto.
2: No, Just you're making kidding. this. Oh, ah, you had me there. Okay, you got me. I was like, "Whoa, wait a minute."
1: Yeah, that's that good. Okay, that that's good. See, I like that little com- bit. Of, uh, yeah.
2: Okay. A little,
1: a little yeah. comedy writer. Uh-huh. I am debt-free except some student, except some student loans. And that's not really debt-free, but okay. Who knows? You may get those forgiven. My daughter hopes that every day. She's like, I, "By the Do way, you think I, Biden's going to forgive my student loans?" I. That's why help- she voted for Bernie. She's like, "I'm going to get my student loans forgiven." I eat no healthy healthy there.
2: every day except for the cookies and cake. So it's good. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh I'm maxing up my Roth at no. six thousand a year. I have twelve percent uh with a three percent match going into my four oh one K. I'm putting five hundred every two weeks into a core portfolio at ET. Oh, e trade. Not ET. Okay. trade. Yeah. Five hundred non-tax advantaged. Yeah. My Roth is in a core portfolio portfolio at E-Trade. All investments in these portfolios are either iShares or Vanguard with a mix of large, small, international, and emerging. Good. I have both set up as 99% stocks, 1% bonds, cash money market, and have a 0.3% cost.
2: Okay, wait a minute. Just to stop right there. There is absolutely no reason to have 1% in bonds.
1: Maybe that's his emergency money.
2: Okay. He doesn't have that but, much. If it, but the thing, it, it doesn't change portfolio performance unless you have at least 10%. In other words, when no. the market okay. goes down 50, you're going to lose 49 and a half, I guess. If or, or
1: maybe it. he's keeping but, 1% of his powder dry for when the market corrects.
2: Oh, we're doing that again. Okay. We're waiting for the market it. to go down, uh, Tom. So yeah, got he's, it. Got
1: a, he's got a 30 basis point cost. Good. He says, I listen to you guys a lot and would like to know your thoughts on transferring these to Vanguard instead of E-Trade, or is that not worth the trouble? P.S. I also need to give a shout-out to Stacking Benjamins, oh. Joe High, as they are the ones that turned me on to you guys oh. in 2020. Thanks, Matt.
2: And we're going to have Joe on the show at some point, right? We are. Okay. Because mm-hmm. he wrote a book. And
1: I'm going to be on Stacking again uh, sometime... Next week, I think.
2: Next, so like February seven, eight, somewhere in there. That week,
1: somewhere in there. Oh, I don't right. know
2: what. Congratulations. Okay, so moving the money from E Trade to Vanguard, mm-hmm. I yeah, do not but, see the reason. I don't either. <laughs> I, why would you do? I mean, in other words, I think you can get pretty good, low cost exchange traded funds with no transaction fees at E Trade, right? Including I, Vanguard, I think you can. Yeah, no, you can, and you could buy Avantis there probably, and you could buy Dimensional probably for no transaction fees as well.
1: Yeah, so so no, I wouldn't um, do that. Mm-hmm. no, no, but Matt, nice note.
2: I no was a need little to okay, move. but but yeah, but there was a question I had. No, there was so, no. Yeah, there was a the question, question I had. I don't understand why he's not maxing out the retirement plan and instead moving money into an after-tax sort of environment. That part I didn't understand.
1: In other words- Well, he didn't really explain it. He said yeah. he has 12%.
2: Why not make it 15 if you have more money? I, that was the part I didn't understand.
1: Maybe 12% maxes him out at the 19.5. Could,
2: could. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. That's true. Which is the Although, most- Although, that
1: would mean he makes really good money with the mm-hmm. federal government. Wow.
2: Okay. Federal government doesn't have a 401k either, because I think he said 401k. Well, he
1: says he works for the US government. Maybe he's a contractor. Oh, okay. All right.
2: Anyway, my So he could be making
1: that kind of money if he's, you know, like Northrop Grumman or something.
2: Sure. Yeah. Which is popular in my room here. No, I I mean, (laughs) oh God, you got to go there, don't you? Uh, That's my only question is saving it in their qualified retirement plan or saving it post tax in a brokerage. That might be worth examining, but I can see absolutely no reason to move from E-Trade to anywhere for that matter.
1: So before we call it a podcast, do you have any additional messages that you'd like to share with our podcast listeners? Is this? Am I supposed to come up world? with
2: something here? You didn't give. He gave me no warning about this. I have no idea. I don't
1: I? give you warning of anything. I
2: know. Well, it would have been nice if you wanted something profound, and I'm supposed to no, all I, of a sudden just I, come up I, with. I just
1: thought maybe you might want oh, to tell okay, people I know where what? they can go to
2: get help. Oh, I, I was. I th- I'm going to say thank you to all the people that remember my birthday many 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 people text me and bless you because a lot of them i don't even know the numbers i'm like thank you i, I, I hope this is somebody that i cared about it i've point.
1: stopped counting i don't care anymore
2: <laughs> about the number of birthdays yeah or just birthdays I don't in care. general i don't even want them in general just i was spoiled me. to death so i feel very guilty about the whole thing is there anything i want to add yeah there's something i want to add i knew there was most of you need help we answer yeah, these like, questions and, and bless and you. And I keep telling Tom that, but he won't
1: get the kind of help he
2: needs. <laughs> well, there's a only a certain number of pills of that remaining. Ah, <laughs> uh, here's the thing. And then I sleep all afternoon. Yeah, ask for the hour. I know people think it's going to be a pitch. It's you're yeah, going to sell me. I get it because this industry's been doing that for. 90 years or 100 why, years, whatever it that's is. That's why I we understand. will not
1: call them free consultation. Yeah, no, because that, that yeah, means sure. you're going to get a in. sales pitch. Yeah,
2: you will get a pitch. But it's here's just the thing. a meeting. It's a chance to... St- and you and can do it on the phone. You can do it over It's more than Zoom. a meeting. It's more than a meeting because we will actually take your portfolio, we will analyze it, and we will tell you if you're properly diversified or not, which I don't want to pick on you, but many of you are not. How much you're paying others. Oh,
1: no, no. We don't need to... It, you, uh, most of the time, you guys two. think you got it. Portfolios, two portfolios,
2: right. two portfolios oh. I've ever seen that were actually like, I wouldn't change a thing with that. It's only happened twice. Um, there's all kinds of reasons why. Anyway, so yeah, take advantage of it. I think it's a great offer. You're at home thinking this guy's selling me something, I understand no. that, totally get it. But anyway, you can set up the only and, the time you want to. You can do the whole thing. And there have
1: been a couple of times when our new partners went,
2: Really? That Should won't work. we give work. this away? Yeah, that won't yeah. work.
1: Mm. Yes, we should give yeah, it away because that's what we we we're, started. We're really, the firm our setting. goal yeah. is to help first, yeah. make money second. True. It's a better way to do business. Probably it's the reason the way, I still
2: got the pilot out there, right?
1: It's the way so many great businesses in history did what they, did as well as they did. When it's when people lose that mantra where it's profits first, taking care of people second, that businesses start to become either awful or like Sears fall apart. When Sears got rid of the satisfaction guarantee to your money back, we make great we 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 source great products. We're only going to bring you the best stuff, the the die-hard line, the craftsman yeah, line. Right. We're only going to bring the Kenmore line. We're only going to bring you the best stuff. When they stopped doing that, that's when the company fell apart in my I opinion. I think
2: that's no, I think that's I think that's fair. So, um you go to vestary.com. you can set up an appointment for the time and day it works for you. Um, just talked to somebody last week <laughs> that signed up for me. Did I tell you this? That signed up for a Saturday meeting, and I I sent them the Zoom invite, and I ne- they never logged in. So I called them. I'm like, "Hey, we're supposed to have our meeting now." They're like, uh, "No, that's two weeks from today." See, Tom's a little over anxious. <laughs> I know. So anyway, I do well, okay, on Saturdays because I'm I'm working Saturday anyway. So what do I care? since
1: you don't have anywhere else to go <laughs> apparently. I was just going through the questions because there's so many of them. Uh, we have got to do this one. It's not really right. a question, it's sort of a rhetorical question. All right. And go you ahead. are going to love this oh, one. Good. No, well, I like the other no, no, no. one so far. This one is like, wow. This all is right. such a great okay. opportunity. This,
2: this better be good after that buildup, is all I can say. No, it's good. It's good. All I right.
1: started reading it and I went, oh my God.
2: <laughs> go ahead.
1: Hi, Tom and Don. Again with the Tom and Don. <laughs>
2: That's random. Come
1: on. It's not random. People keep, like it's a trend. Uh, thank you for your wonderful radio show slash podcast. You guys make personal f- finance fun and interesting.
2: Oh, by the way, we need to mention our radio show is now on AM 1000 Northwest News.
1: Same station, oh, just okay. different just call, call we'll letters. Put that on there. All right. You're going to yes. love this part. Okay. You both provide a great service. And by the way, I did like you on Apple Podcasts.
2: Thank you. That was kind.
1: Before I found your podcast, I listened to Rick Edelman for two to three years. As you know, he left Edelman Financial Engines and his radio podcast of nearly 30 years. So, you may have heard, he has a new podcast. Have you listened to this?
2: What I haven't the listened, heck but I, is I, I going it, on? I know what he's talking about, but I haven't listened to I'd it. i no. say about one-third of it
1: is an advertisement for high-risk investments such as QQQ ETF <sighs> and Bitwise Crypto ETF. This fund charges 2.5%. Wait. And 80% of the fund is in Bitcoin and Ethereum. What is he doing? How much are these places paying him to sell his RIA fiduciary soul? Oh, I love this. <laughs> he would never have been okay with this kind of investment advice when he was an RIA. Please help me understand how a well-respected RIA CFP could do a 180-degree turn. What is happening with crypto? This appears to be the largest scheme bubble of a generation. I agree with you guys. I won't put a penny into this crap because it's worth zero. I subscribe to your investment advice of low-cost funds and ETFs and well-diversified across many asset classes. Thank you for your time, and please tell it like it is with
2: Rick. Okay, so going back to Rick. Rick. uh. You know, there's other people in the I,
1: industry word, that don't like Tom, Rick either. So, Tom, there's one mm-hmm. word when she says, "What was he doing? Why would he? Why would he change from a respected RAACFP mm-hmm. into this?" There's one word that answers that question. What's the word?
2: Cash money money money. Yeah, yeah. So, but Rick has been. A proponent of crypto for several years now. This is nothing new. Not to this. Extent. I didn't know he was recommending a fund that charged two and a half percent. That's and I'm not, and you already know we're not fans of crypto, nor do we think you should run off and buy it anyway. Um, and I don't really even understand why he's doing this new show. He's on like 20 markets again. He's got the podcast rolling, et cetera. Et cetera. Oh,
1: okay. Wait, I got another word for that one. Ego.
2: Yeah. I guess that must be. Because his other shows very capably being handled by, and I'm forgetting her name now, but. um, Uh, Schlesinger? No, not Jill Schlesinger. Oh, no, no. It's
1: the other one. It's, oh, what's her name? Jean Chatsky. Jean
2: Chatsky, who I've interviewed before And the woman from the Today Show or something. Mm, Solil, yeah. Yeah, So anyway, uh, why is Rick doing this? You know, the only motivation I can think of is the aforementioned money i don't know other and he truly believes but he truly believes in crypto he truly believes in this longevity thing that he's running around pitching to that we're all gonna live that we're gonna live to like 130 so you need to be putting your money into riskier things to make more money i guess and oh wait i got an answer for why he
1: believes that too yeah wishful thinking
2: (laughs) we're all optimistic right rick's going
1: Uh, oh god i'm old uh i'm I'm not ready to die of course no
2: i'm gonna live a long time yeah other than I don't know what to tell you. Other than that, there's people in our industry that think he finally. I guess the expression used to be flipped his wig or you know whatever it was. But um, uh, jump I jump the shark. Jump the yeah, it's crazy. So, I and I don't even know what his relationship is with Edelman Financial Engines anymore. If he's completely out the door, I don't know that. So I think anyway, he sold it I, out and- I don't. I I truly do not respect advice that wants to put you in any fund that pays that much, nor do I respect advice that wants to put you in crypto. I think it's poor advice.
1: And QQQ ETFs. What and, the,
2: yeah. Huh? Really? That's just yeah. weird. I know. You know, there's people, by the way, I did talk to someone else in the industry who's been around for a long time and their take on Rick was. Rick likes things that are new, that are exciting. Remember, there was a time when he liked dimensional funds when it was kind of the new kid on the block. He gets bored with it. He moves on to something else. There's a little bit of that in him. So that's why he's here. And maybe next year he'll be buying whatever nifties or whatever new thing. I guess that's not new enough anymore, but something like that. That doesn't, that's not an excuse. That's simply an explanation.
1: I I think, I think, you know, you'd think at first glance he lost his marbles, but I, (laughs) I honestly, I honest, honestly believe that his ego is so big. He cannot possibly be without a radio show. And a podcast, and that you when you get to that level of money-making, that it becomes an addiction. It's yeah, just it may, the accumulation of more mm-hmm. money. I, yeah. I just want more money. I love yeah. making money. I just want to right. make more.
2: Doesn't it, Because he can't it, yeah.
1: possibly spend everything he has.
2: That's a good point. So why is he doing this? I don't know, but the fact is he is, and I don't think you should listen to his advice any longer. I'd put it that way. Maybe somebody should call his show. And ask him, what the heck? Hey, yeah, dude, what remember when you to used you, to recommend Rice? like index funds and that kind of stuff? Wow.
1: So anyway. So thank you all for being a part of our uh, our gathering here that, again, ran a little long, but Indeed. we were having such a good time, we just wanted to, <laughs> to keep sharing it with you. Yeah. And uh, we will do it again soon. Uh, Friday is the Q&A podcast. Always a great show. Saturday, we do the live show on K.
2: N-W-N Radio, which is
1: Northwest News Radio in Seattle. It used to be Como Radio, but they sold it. and Formerly known as Como, yes.
2: Got it. Mm.
1: Yeah. um, But same station. And we take your calls at 855-935-TALK live on Saturdays from noon to 2 Pacific, 3 to 5 Eastern. There you have it. Okay. We're done. We're gone.
2: Thanks, Tom. Thanks, go Don.
1: Do whatever it is you do, the rest of the day, yeah. I have no, I have no clue.
2: <laughs> Neither does anybody else, and yeah. they don't need to know. So. He's gonna
1: go take a nap and watch a soccer game. <laughs> Probably right. <laughs> See you guys. Hey, take care. I'm Don. That's Tom. I put myself first that time because uh, we just hang out talking real money